That's always good when you start off with a laugh. Science, it's great. Pregnant, a uh, young girl, <laughs> teen, doesn't know how to tell her parents. <laughs> Movie freaks. Edward Furlong's in it, too. I am freaking hopeless. Oh, oh wow. Movie freaks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Movie Freaks, the only podcast on the net that is convinced Donald Trump's poll numbers are proof we're the stars of The Truman Show, and last season's ratings must have been way down. <laughs> I'm Eric Marner. Brilliant. I'm Eugene Weaver. <laughs> and we have another uh, epic show for you tonight. Uh, <laughs> that was good. I hope you like that one. Oh, yes. <laughs> I worked hard on it. Okay. Yes. Uh, we're going to get into the roulette, as always. Uh, theater ticket lottery, we're bringing back for some fun. We haven't done that in too long, and that's a lot of a lot of fun. And then we'll get into some recently watched. And that's going to do it for this episode. Um, okay. Other, other than... A special announcement. Oh, you want to do that tonight? Yes. I guess this. I guess this episode won't be up until uh, the fifth of September. Oh, so yes. we're good to then go. We, okay. We definitely do... need to. Yeah, but we Let's can hit do on that. that. Let's do that after theater ticket lottery. Okay, before Let's the recently watched. Yep. Okay. Okay, that'll be perfect. Yes, and a big tease for upcoming events. <laughs> okay, last episode on the roulette. The roulette is, of course, when we force each other to watch uh, movies, uh, usually blind on Netflix, so that either you, we can find those gems in the rough or you can avoid the grenades. We dive on them for you. I had Belfagor, Phantom of the Louvre, and you had Patchtown. Um, let me think. I'll go first. Okay. Belfagor, Phantom of the Louvre, is about a phantom... Loose in the Louvre. Ah, Yep, and let me tell you, I finally had some time to sit down and watch this film, uh, and I I, I had to stop it a couple of times just to, I gotta walk away from this. I just gotta walk away and then come back. Ah. I had a high hopes because Sophie Marceau and the trailer was cool, and, and I was like her. It seemed really cool. Uh, but I got to tell you, this this is worse than uh, the uh, than Asylum. This is worse than... Um, oh. Now, wait, let me finish. This is worse than sci-fi originals. And the reason being is is one of the biggest sins that we have on Movie Freaks we've talked about before is not being just god awful terrible it's being mediocre and let me tell you this is mediocre and it dives back and forth on quality just enough to keep you watching all the way through and waste all of your time so <laughs> you'd have a cool scene and some cool cgi and an interesting premise that would feed into atrocious god awful asylum cgi nonsense plot thing, uh, character movements that make no sense, and you're where you're like, okay, I'm ready to shut it off. And then uh, two minutes later, something kind of cool happens, just enough to keep you in. All the way through, though, uh, I kept coming back to National Treasure. I don't know why I shouldn't have. There's not a lot of comparison there, but it's just sort of... Just sort of like mediocre in that, I, oh my god, dude. I, I mean, as it went along, 
Addie came in the room a couple times. She's like, what are you watching? It's so PG-13, I didn't even turn it off when she came in the room. And okay. what are you watching? And I'm like, uh, Belle Fagor, Phantom of the Louvre. And she's like, uh, and I'm just like, oh, ooh. And she's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, oh, this movie's just terrible. She's like, why are you watching it then? I'm like, because I have to for the stupid podcast. That... <laughs> movie freaks. Movie freaks, that's why. <laughs> and she laughed, and she's like, oh, well, that's cool. At least you can tell other people about it. So there you yeah. go. If you, if you, you know, and, and I'll tell you something else, too. Because you are very Frenchy French, yep. uh, Frenchman with this stuff, yeah, you could come out of this and go, I liked it. I have, Dude, I have no idea. This is Supreme PG-13, and nothing in it made sense, to tell you the truth. Like, I understood the story all the way through, and it had some interesting plot points and plot uh, ideas that would have been totally kick-ass if they wouldn't have taken so damn long to get around to it, and they didn't have so much confusing crap in and around it. Eh, okay. That's gotcha. my five-minute rant on that thing. View it if you want to give it a shot. You might love it. I what do I what do I know? Uh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, so, okay. Yes, Patchtown. Patchtown. Uh, one star. I'm just gonna start off by one star rating for this movie. But there's a reason that I'm giving you the rating right up front. Is I do think, and as bad as I disliked this movie, uh, I do think that. It was just because the movie was not for me. It's not that the movie was not a, a well-made movie for a low-budget science fiction fantasy movie. Um, the storyline, I, I did not like the storyline. I did not like the art, the artsiness of it. Um, nothing of it. Nothing about it worked for me. However, I will say that I do think that this movie would appeal to certain people. It's not a, it's not a terrible movie by a long stretch. I just, it was so opposite of anything that I am interested in at all. Wow, that's um, crazy considering so how the premise was, yeah, but it's crazy considering how the premise seemed up your alley. It did, you know I know. I mean? it, it, yeah. It, yeah. Horror and cabbage kids, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And I was, yeah, it, it's, there are some musical bits and pieces that, that, that come and go in this thing. Um that that I'm like what no it, I don't want to hear them sing and the storyline itself I'm like it, it's just it's a little bit too ambitious for the budget that they had and it felt just slick low budget CGI fake looking it did not do it for me every all the actors to me felt like they were non actors that were doing a pretty good job but still non-actors and it just did not it no i got you i got so. you i i might leave it in there then to just kind of give it a lazy view on yes. a saturday afternoon with yeah. a nap or something but yeah. it's it's i i i really didn't like it but i do think that it's not without its merits and i do think that there is there are probably people out there that would probably be like no that was actually a really good movie that's not a that's not an, it's not an asylum movie by any stretch yeah a much better movie than that but i just the storyline i i hated it I, hate I guess I should clarify that statement by saying Belfagor is worse than, worse than uh, uh, Asylum stuff is because when you see an Asylum movie, it starts off, Asylum Presents, and you can immediately know, oh, mm. turn this off. Whereas this <laughs> kept Agreed. you in, kept you yep. going. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, with that epic fail round of the roulette, let's move on to what is sure to be another. Uh, <laughs> we've had too many hits in the last, over the summer. So Yeah, we did. We it's did. time to board the shit train to Craptown, I guess. 
Oh, that's good. I so want a t-shirt, movie freaks, and on the back, <laughs> the, the back of the shirt. <laughs> Boarding the shit train to crap town. <laughs> and, an air, and an arrow pointing down. Down. <laughs> you know what? I, we can make that happen. Oh. We have the ability to do anything. Yes, yes we <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go first, and there's a reason why I wanted to go first on the picking. Mm. Uh, the list you sent me, The Substitute, a Tom Berenger joint, which right away is, wow, uh, okay, but I actually have already seen that movie. Oh, you did? Uh, okay. It was many, many, many years ago, but I have seen it, and it was, eh. Okay. Uh, next was I- Unidentified. Um, nah. I don't even remember what that one was about. The Invitation, which was a Lance Henriksen starring vehicle that just screamed straight to Netflix and Eugene's making me shovel his crap at once again. Uh, Next was Happy House, uh, which would have been my next choice. And lastly, you put Gunwoman on there, which I'll tell you, that was five pieces of crap right there. When I looked at the... At the synopsis, highs, heads, and the pictures, that's one giant pile of crap. But I'm going to go ahead and dive on Gunwoman with good reason that I'm sure you'll yep. understand very soon. Go ahead and tell me what you what you picked from the masterpieces of cinema I sent your way. Uh, that's great. Uh, Byzantium, which I actually almost threw your way, but I'm like, eh. That's a Neil uh, Jordan movie. Oh. Neil okay, Jordan I'm... made an interview with a vampire, and this is a movie about vampires. So... What's the movie that Francis Ford Coppola, Twixt, that was his movie, right? Yes. Twixt. Yeah. Okay, uh, for some reason I was thinking that was what this was, so... No, um, no, okay. this is the new one with the, the new Neil Jordan vampire movie. Ah, okay. Um, next up is White God, about, I think, dogs that revolt, I think, maybe... Kind of, but it's been getting good reviews. Yes, it has. Um, Survivor. Um, and... Mila Jovovich. Yeah, yes. And <laughs> and uh, and the, ba- the yeah the not good uh, James yeah, Bond. Bad Bond. Uh, yes, and Gun Woman, the one that you threw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Disciples of the 30, 30, uh, 36th Chamber. Of there Shelby. you go. Yeah. That's yes. the sequel to the, the third. third. <laughs> Oh, oh, what we a are freaking, <laughs> what a week, dude. Oh, my God. Uh, it, you will understand why, dear listener, a little later. Uh, after yes. much much planning and burning the candle at both ends, these two fellas have been doing. Uh, yes. Yes, it's the sequel to the 36th Chamber of Shaolin, which is, which a, is a masterpiece. Masterpiece, but this Agreed. is the sequel. And they've yep. added a bunch of Kung I was really tempted to give you five old school Kung Fu oh, movies. Oh, you, you could have. <laughs> um, honestly, that was a shoe in until I looked a little bit more on that white God. And I'm like, that got good reviews. And when I realized what I'm like, oh, that's that movie. I'm like, so that's, that's all me. So, so white God all the way, but obviously, uh, 30, 36th chamber. That's, I'll probably watch that before next episode. Cause I didn't even, I honestly, I didn't even know there was a sequel to that movie. I didn't that, either. That is one of, I think. That's one of my top five favorite kung fu movies of all time. Mm-hmm. That is a great movie. So, but it scares me that I've never even heard of this one. Oh, come so. on. It's old school kung fu. It's a, even if it's bad, it's going to be good. Yes, yes. At least better than the shit we sat through the last uh, last <laughs> roulette. 
<laughs> oh, I was cursing at my computer watching that whole movie. Now, speaking of uh, Substitute, it reminded me of a movie with, uh, was it J- uh, James Belushi, The Principal? Yeah, they were both very similar films. Okay. That's, and that's why it was like, eh. And it's, okay. I mean, it's Substitute with Tom Berenger. He goes into a lower class or hood school, as I recall, and, you know, you know what you're going to get from this picture. Uh, yeah. I'm going to toughen these kids up, and I'm going to be the hard uh, teacher that they may not the, want, but they really they need. They need, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. Meh. You, you uh, got I will... all the information you need to know about that. Yes, gotcha. Well, that will be an interesting next... Uh... Next show, I have high hopes for White God. I really do, because that's one that I was surprised when I actually saw what that was. I'm like, ah, I've been wanting to watch that one. So I was surprised by the reviews on that one, because even the premise and the trailer, I was both like, mm, that's a, I mean, that's interesting, I guess, but not yeah. something I'm too wound up to watch. And then it's on there. I was like, oh, that's cool. And that's why I wanted to pick the movie first, because we both had Gun Woman on there, so I was going to jump right out front and take it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well played. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, Wrapping up another fantastic round of the roulette, hopefully. Let's move on to theater, ticket, lottery, and... Hold on as I grab my... My big box of tickets. This is where we grab uh, our big boxes and bags of uh, movie ticket stubs from over the many, many years of being movie freaks. Reach in, swirl them around, grab a couple out, and see if we get a story. Yeah. See what, see what we've seen. Are we ashamed to have seen this movie more than one time? What is the story? Uh, you want to go first? Uh, sure. Okay. Here we I go. Think, I think, you know, I keep picking horror for you. We also try and guess what the other person's going to pull out. I, th- I keep picking horror for you, and you keep just failing miserably to pull out any horror for being the horror guy. I know uh, it, it's just sad. So tonight I think you're ca- I'm cashing and I'm pushing all my chips in. I'm saying that you go three for three horror. Really? All the way. Yep. It's time okay. for you to make up some ground. And does that count? Does, does fantasy and sci-fi count or we're just straight we'll, up horror? We'll, de- we'll debate. We'll see okay. what we okay. pull out of there. We're going to master debate on this real yeah. soon here. Here we go. <laughs> and... Right the off ver- the bat, it's Charlie yep. and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> no. And the winner is... Hold on here. <laughs> you were close. Missed Outfire. <laughs> you know what? I will argue that that is a horror film. <laughs> yes. It was magical and... Uh... <laughs> Whimsical. Let me, let me uh, give you the plot of this film, and you tell me what kind of genre it is. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Comedian Robin Williams. I don't even know if I can do this. Uh, loses his kids. He's a terrible father. And decides cross-dressing is the only way to win them back. He goes on undercover in women's clothes, fat clothes, and sets his tits on fire in an effort to win back his children through the courts from Sally Field, who is the villain. I was horrified. I was under yes. the couch screaming in terror throughout yes. this whole entire movie. So, one for one. <laughs> and what's uh, scary is that I actually, I cannot believe I watched this movie in the theaters. 
Because um, I, I, I would have... If you would have said, did you watch that in the theater? I would have probably said no. I truly... I have no recollection of this movie in the theater. I don't. I saw it. I remember it. But I don't remember seeing it in the theater. But I did, obviously. So Yeah. Well, that happens. That's why yeah. it's... That's why this game is so fun. Yes. That okay. Would, you think, it, think it was a date or something? Or maybe... Yeah, maybe more, more than likely, yes. Okay. Um, so, for you, I'm going to say a... Um, I'm going to go sci-fi for you. We have... Oh, interesting. Freddy versus Jason. Oh. Uh, Cinemark Movies 10. This is probably... Uh, it's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We, saw, we saw that at noon, and that was filled with families. I remember yes, that it well. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. We had a whole row. Uh, a mom come in with five kids, four or five kids that sat right oh. behind us and they were dink, 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 dink right down the line of yeah. height and age. Sort yeah. of like, oh, four, five, six, seven, yeah. eight. And sat right because behind us. And Because it's first, funny, you see? It's funny. <laughs> in, the, in the first ten minutes it was like boobs and nudity and head, beheadings and you know yes. what? Anyway, as far as the movie goes, I still defend that movie. That yep. movie is a ton of fun, and I like it even more than I did the first time I watched yep. it. The first time I watched it, I was like, all right, it kind of ended the way I'd expected. You're not going to give anyone the true trophy win. Uh, but that I was totally fine with that, and it's a, it's a, it's a, rock, it's a KISS rock concert. It's yeah. dumb and crazy, but you know what to expect, and it rocks your socks off. I quite yep. enjoy it. Totally agree. I actually... I've gone back and forth with that. The first time I saw it in the theater, I'm like, that was that was pretty good. Watched it on DVD, and I'm like, eh. But then, for some reason, after that, I watched it again, and again, and again, and I'm like, no, no, this is a cool movie. Yep. This is a cool, we don't give a shit, we're just gonna just do what we want, and throw a bunch of blood and gore and nudity at the screen, and see what works, and I thought it was a good movie. Wasn't that Ronnie Yu that directed that? Yeah, yeah. And he did that Jet Li movie, too. Uh, War? Was it War? No, no, no. I think it was the one before that that was going to be his last martial arts epic where he's playing a master. Obviously, that didn't pan out, but... Uh, you know which one I'm talking about? Um, there's the one, The Dragon? A Kiss of the Dragon? Uh, or? No, no, no. It was It was after that. Hold on. Let us go to our handy-dandy internet. Once again, dear listener, please just wait while we Google things. Yes. But my yeah. question my question was going to be, what happened to him? Wasn't he Fearless? Was it Fearless was the name of that movie? Yes, yes. Yes, Jet Li Fearless. Okay, he did Bride of Chucky as well. Which I thought was a blast. I thought that okay, was a let's go down movie. his filmography real quick. Uh, bunch of martial arts movies. Yeah, Bride of Chucky looks to be his first American release. Uh, Formula 51. I like that movie. That was funny. Kind of a comedy action thing. Sam Jackson and... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Fearless. Uh, Fear Itself. Uh, TV series, one episode. Uh, And then Saving General Yang in 2013. That's on Netflix, I think. Maybe I need to bump that one up. But there's a guy that... There's a guy... Give him the next Fast and Furious movie. Oh, heck yeah. He he should be in the mix on some of this stuff. Okay. Um, (laughs) Uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Okay, your turn to bring out another horror movie. 
Another horror movie. Okay. Come on, horror. Come on, horror. You've had uh, a lot of comedy lately in doing this game. Oh, man. Austin Powers. Oh, my God. You just go uh, watch it. the first one. Um, Let's see the date here. It says Austin Powers. Yeah, that's the first one. Yep. You're sure it's the first one? Okay. Yeah, well, I'm and I'm going by the price of the ticket because um, that was first run, but that was a while ago at Movies Ten. I'm like, yeah, that's that's the first one. Okay. Uh, it, any stories with that? <laughs> yes, that was a first date, uh, and I will say for a first date movie with the girl I was with, we had a blast because we were the only ones laughing in a theater full of really old people, and it was kind of an awkward like it was awkward. I remember that, and we were like, this is hysterical. Um, but then after that, things went downhill. We went bowling and I'm like, this, this sucks and we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Fantastic. And next, next time we do this, I'm just going to pick all comedy for you and then you'll, you'll pull up. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Horror and gore. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, did we determine if Freddy versus Jason qualifies as a sci-fi? Because, Oh, boy. Uh, you know what? I'll give it a little bit of a sci-fi because they were doing a lot of... Um, Jumping in and out of the what, third realm or the other... Well, that that a little bit, but they were drugging the children. Remember that there was a big theme with the prescription drug they were taking so yeah. they wouldn't dream. Uh, and they had all the kids laying in bed with their eyes with the pads. Man, that was, was so they, badass. I yeah, love that. Sat up oh. and, yeah, that was cool. Okay, what do you want this time? Uh, I'm gonna stick with sci-fi because I'm kind of. This is a big weird one. It's an AMC. This might be a IMAX. Ooh. Oh, I, I figured that's what this would be. Uh, the Dark Knight. I ah. caught this one in IMAX down in Easton. And I do have a story about this one. Uh, super, super duper excited to see this movie. This would have been the second time I saw it. The first time was a midnight show up in Canton, up at Maslin, when I still liked that theater, which I don't anymore. Um, and so I was like, I gotta see this thing in IMAX. Went down with some friends, met up with some friends, and we walk in, buy our tickets, sit down, good time, you know. Uh, this had a lot of footage actually shot with IMAX cameras, the movie begins, and it's that blue flame cloud thing. Do you remember the very beginning of blue flame yes. cloud thing with yeah. the Batman oh, symbol that moves in? But that part of the movie is silent. Yeah, there, There's no music or anything until uh, the very beginning of the bank heist with the Joker and the Joker man. Yeah. And it, right at the beginning, it's just a little bit of score. But it's completely silent up until that point. Well... It's completely silent through the push, the the Batman symbol. And then it stays silent. Halfway through their incursion into the bank, I went out to complain to the employees that there's no sound on the movie. Not one bit of sound. We're talking IMAX. I paid 15 bucks for this ticket, you know? And the guy goes, oh, we know, we're working on it. And I go great start the movie over because i'm missing it and they're like we can't do that what that's bullshit 
Completely, and they didn't, and there was no sound up and uh, through the bulk of that first scene. I think about the time the school buses were pulling out of the robbery is when sound kicked in. Oh, that is that's crap right there. Totally crap. Yeah. But I uh, demand your money back, my friends. I think we. I, I don't even know if we got refunds or or coupons or so. I don't even know if we got anything. I think we might have got tickets for something else. Boy, I can't remember. It's been too long. But I remember being furious, and I was I was cussing at a few workers on the way out. And I, I was very clear that I know that you're just a lowly minimum yeah. wage worker, but this is blankety, 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 blankety. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. Well, beyond pissed. Well, I will just say this. The whole we can't restart it, that is crap because they actually tried. They, they started and stopped Prometheus for us in IMAX several times because they couldn't get the 3D to work in Florida. They could, the 3D was not working. And finally, after starting it, stopping it, starting it, stopping it, they finally came out and said, look, the 3D is not working on this thing. You guys can stay here and watch this for free and get a pass for the next ticket free. Um, or you can just go and get your money back now. So there was no... Th- when I watched it in, in IMAX, I got it to watch it for free and I got a free ticket for... which I used for, uh, I think, Star Trek Into Darkness, I think. Mm. Uh, but anyway, so but they that's, that's, that's weird because that's, the the I watched the second time I watched Prometheus, Maslin, uh, yeah. again the 3D was broken while we're watching it. We're like, this is not in 3D. We have the glasses on and it's a little shuddery and it's 2D, almost like you're looking at it without the glasses. Mm. And we went and complained and complained and they said we can't fix it, so they gave us all free tickets. But we still had to. I mean, you're still watching it. It's like crap. And we asked them if they can restart it. No. We can't. Ugh. We can't. We can't do that. It's, it's so stupid. Yeah, this, they, this, and it, we, our theater it, system is an old school, antiquated system, and it needs to die like the way the old studio system yeah. died. Yeah. And it will. Yeah. I will say I am impressed that it, in in Florida that they actually started and stopped and uh, they did it a couple times. I'm like That's they're impressive. throwing they're throwing the rest of their schedule off track because they're continually trying to fix it. Yeah. I mean, and the movie would start, and I'm like. Oh, now it stopped. I'm like, oh, but yeah, anyway. I got a free I'm sure that's out of why it. they did that. They didn't want to throw off, well, we can't sell tickets to other viewings then later in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. 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 Uh, give me your last horror movie. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. And, oh, okay. Kind of. You're kind of getting close. Congo. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god hey it's got it's got bruce campbell in it so there's something oh it does i don't remember that oh yeah bruce campbell's in the beginning he gets killed off by an ape i think whatever <laughs> it's Man, too bad it's too bad because that book was truly terrifying like that book really scared me and then the movie the yeah in a lot of ways they did the same thing as jurassic park where they swapped characters personalities and it was just like, why? Why do you? Why do you feel the need to completely swap that? Like that person hates kids, that person loves them. But in Jurassic Park, they swap it. Yeah. And, and they did a similar thing in that book. Anyway, was that was that uh, book? I have not read the book. It was was the book uh, more PG thirteen ish, or did they go hard R on that? I don't know about hard R, but they definitely were R, especially in the descriptions of the apes and the paddles they used to crush people's skulls and okay uh, it made it was 
far less silly uh, with using the lasers towards the end to shoot off yeah. animal the uh, arms and legs and stuff. It, and then you watch it in the movie, and it was just like, this is silly and stupid. Um, yeah. And do you I, think that that would be, would be a good remake, or do you think it, it's done? I mean, sure, go for it. I, hey, I'm, yeah. I'm all for remaking bad movies because you see what doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, I, that makes far more sense to me than remaking good movies. Mm-hmm. You know? If you got a good movie, leave it be. you got a bad movie, you can see what failed, and you can see, well, if they would have done this, it yeah. would have been better. And, you know, go for it. Why not? Yeah. And I think that that movie was kind of cutting-edge state-of-the-art with the effects at, at the time, because I watched it not that terribly long ago on Netflix, and, and I remember thinking, you know what? The uh, animatronics for the apes... Uh, especially the main ape was it Emily? I forget what the, the ape's name was, but I'm like that was pretty good for that time for like the mid '90s. But now it's just, uh, especially the CGI that they had in there. I'm like, ouch, this is painful. Yeah, it's rough. But if they again, it's it's a pretty decent adventure book. I, w- I mean, it's a lesser Crichton, but it's still a pretty decent Crichton. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Which I should because I I'm kind of done with King now. I should. I, I've been listening to podcasts nonstop. I really should be getting back into some uh, audiobooks, and Crichton would be a good a good one to get into it because I'm guessing his books are on uh, audiobook. Oh, I'm sure. Or Anne Rice. I'm I'm into an Anne Rice book right now. There's another good way to go. Uh, if you're gonna, may I make a suggestion? If you're gonna go Crichton, go Sphere. Try, try oh and yeah, find that one. I've listened to that audiobook, and I don't. And when I listened to it, it was on cassette tapes. <laughs> Mm. Uh, so I don't know if it would be the same uh, edition or transfer, but it was one that had like sound effects and alternate voices. Oh, cool! And, like that's that makes it so much better. But that yeah. book is amazing, and it will make you like the movie. Yeah. It's a it's a subpar movie, but I still really dig it because I love that book so much. I remember that movie. We, you and I, I remember you talked about that movie. You saw it. And liked it so much that you got me to go see it with you at Tinseltown. And I'm like, eh, it was okay. But I remember that too. And it was like, that was a, that was, Tinseltown hadn't been open for that long. It was a yeah. new theater. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Okay. Yeah, Last was, one. What do you want here? Um, let's go with uh, full on porn. I'd say. <laughs> uh, what kind? It's, um. Uh... <laughs> Josh Duggar Herma- cell phone video, man <laughs> on man. I, well, uh, close. I was going to say hermaphroditic. Or... Yeah, like I said, Josh Duggar. <laughs> uh, okay, oh, if, or, I pull, or... if I pull Eyes Wide Shut out of this pile, I'm just going to crap a brick. Okay. <laughs> uh, if this okay, is wait, anything... wait, wait, wait. Or, or, or I'm going to go... Okay, now seriously, I'm going to go with drama. Straight okay. up drama. Uh, this is actually a very intense drama film. <clears throat> Actually, it's more related to your pick, Planet of the Apes. And this isn't going to be a good Planet of the Apes movie because, in my opinion, I have yet to see one. Oh, no, wait. There was those remakes. Those recent remakes. Those were good. Those were pretty good. Well, the first one was. The second one was crap. Um, This would probably be the Tim Burton one, I'm guessing. We might have to do uh, a little bit of research here. Uh... 7.29 7.29 on a Sunday? Why would I go see a Tinseltown a Sunday? 7.29. Um, That's the the date. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm guessing that this is Tim Burton's. Ouch. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no, just that movie, that, that movie was painfully bad. 
Uh, it is, and yet I, uh, July 26, 720, yep, yep, it's Tim Burton's, 2001, that came out, wow. Yep, I saw that movie in the theater. Yep, so uh, did I. I wonder if I was still a yeah. Tim Burton fan at the time, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, possibly. Yeah. At any now, did rate, you? I, I where did where, where did that fall in line with the most recent uh, Apes movie? Which we were on the same page with that one. I, I so wanted to like that one, and everything about it. I the whole way through, and I think we've discussed this already. The whole way through, I'm like, I really want to like this movie, but eh. about half that movie is very likable. But let's back up a little bit before we get into the most current ones. Um, there is a whole uh, series of films here that I, I haven't seen all of them, and, and their timeline is all over the place. And there's time mm-hmm. travel involved on top of it, so that's understandable. But the very first one uh, with uh, Charlton Heston, okay, that's a revered yeah. sci-fi classic. And I might have enjoyed it quite a bit more if I didn't know the twist. But the twist is so well known at this point, it's right up there with Luke, I'm your father. So, yeah that we're a victim of our age. Um, so watching it after Burton's one, it's like it didn't have the impact that it should have. I appreciate it for what it is. That being said, I could make the argument that Burton's movie was better than, was at least more watchable than that. Uh, because it's action beats were quicker. I, 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 but they both suck. I don't, I don't like either of them. I don't even like the Charlton Heston one. I don't know the sci-fi geeks out there are screaming, Heresy, how dare you say such? You know what? I, eh, it doesn't do much for me. It's very long, and it was very boring. Uh, and there was quite a bit you could cut out. There's a lot of politics. Or real close to episode one kind of politics, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, don't come crying to me about that crap. I haven't seen any of the sequels to those Charlton Heston movies, and I hear some of them are very good, and I will watch those. I'm hoping they would, like, pop on Netflix or something, because um, I would definitely watch them. Then you fast-forward to Tim Burton's, and it's just... Oh, Mark Wahlberg, when he still had not quite learned how to act. Now I, I dig the guy, but it's still at the time. It's, what are all these apes doing here? What is a good, What are the spaceships? <laughs> What's oh my god! It's just, it's just appallingly bad, yeah. um, <laughs> but still watchable. Just kind of in that jaw-dropping. What? Why did nobody stand up and go? Charlton Heston isn't here, and we need to stop doing this. Uh, anyway, they let it go, uh, and it got some kind of prequel, reboot, remake, uh, whatever you want to call it, with this. What, what, what was it called? I get the names mixed up all the time. Was it Rise of the Planet yes. of the Apes? Was yep. the first one there? Yeah. Um, with uh, James Franco. James Franco. That's yeah. that's an excellent film and by yes, far the best Apes movie that I have seen to date. The yep. sequel I had high hopes for. I liked the director. And I thought that half the scenes were excellent and half of them were beyond terrible were just god all I hated it um the characters did things that made no sense Gary Oldman and his rocket launch what the what the what the hell dude like that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen (laughs) in in the cinema last year uh yeah god I hated that movie oh when all was said and done 
Yeah, I was so frustrated when that was done. I'm like, there was a good movie in there, but something happened and it just went off the rails. And with with Caesar, it's like the apes continually change sides. I remember that, like, oh, the humans are bad. No, they're good now. No, they're bad now. No, it, it's just, it was too much. Couldn't tell who was who. Uh no, I just, I, I have not I, I haven't watched it. I, since I should the watch it again, I guess, to confirm it. But it felt like it would do the night day night day night day thing, like at intervals mm. that didn't make any sense. Like they're outside and it's night. We got campfires going. Then the next scene they're outside and it's day daybreak. And the next scene it's night. And it, to where it was just like, what is going on? And then they go wait on some tower forever. And at random, some other people show up, and you're just like, why? Why are they doing this? I don't. It, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. We're, we're at, then again, we're sitting here breaking down movies about apes <laughs> <laughs> taking over the world. Uh, yes. And I even thought there was a good plot in that movie. Like the concept, yeah, there is. the concept behind it. It just, none of the character uh, motivations made any sense to me. <laughs> why would oh, that yeah. ape monkey want to do that? That doesn't make any sense yeah. with me. Said a guy on a podcast that yes. 20 people listen to. <laughs> Which goes back to Congo, as the ape does monkey shines with the hand and the yeah. lasers on the head and the <laughs> volcano. The other one's signing in the corner. Yes, Emily, want to go yeah. home? <laughs> and over in the corner is Mini Me and Doctor Evil saying laser and <laughs> Freddy and Jason just yeah. Shink, yeah. Shink, battling it out while the Batman watches from above. <laughs> And 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 Robin Williams is putting uh, her. He's just wandering his, around his, with pits on fire. <laughs> oh, that's great! I mean, <laughs> and that, folks, is our show. Oh, welcome <laughs> to the theater ticket lottery. Okay, yeah. enough of that oh. crap. Let's wrap yeah. it up. What a wonderful segment that was, all over the board, and we were completely wrong on pretty much every front of guessing. <laughs> what the other yeah. person was going to pull up, but that's what makes the game so interesting. Yeah. Okay, now let's move on to our news. Yes, yes. we have some uh, news. You might have wondered why the podcast was getting a little sketchy here and there, and our dates were being off, and uh, when they get released has been a little squirrely, and uh, yeah, we've been a little busy on the home front. It's summertime, work ramps up, but also... We have many irons in the fire, and one of the major things that uh, <clears throat> we like to discuss very often is... <laughs> I should have the uh, uh, the sound effect queued up here of uh, Mr. LeBouf. Just do it. <laughs> Just do yes. it. Just do it. Well, my friends, the bottom line is that we believe you can do anything that you put your mind to or that you want to do. If there's something that you want to see done, you can see it done. You just have to do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it it's hilarious, but it's actually very true. And when you it have is. these people that just uh, dick around and say, well, we'll get on that, or I'm going to try and do that, or I'll think about it, or I'll make some phone yeah. calls, just do it. So without further ado, since this uh, began with you. I'm not gonna sit here and claim that I was planning it by any stretch, but I had it had crossed my mind in the past, but I never mentioned it to you. And you brought it to me, and I, I he with this idea of what do you think about this? And I was like, Are you out of your mind? Just go for it. just do it. You can do it. It's yeah. easy. It's not that hard. <laughs> you just you just got to make a couple of phone calls, and you it, it it'll happen. 
Yeah. Without further ado, go ahead, lay it down. What is coming? What is okay. happening on the Weaver Media and Movie Freaks front? Okay, well, I'm not going to get into all of the politics of this. I'm going to just <laughs> I'm going to focus more on the fun aspects of this okay. because this has been very trying as we both know. Um we are now going to be hosting a uh, 4-day movie night at the Nightlight uh, Theater in Akron, Ohio. <clears throat> the movie freaks are and one movie per night at 11:30. It's so it's going to be kind of a more or less a midnight showing of the movie. Uh, four classic Lucio Fulci movies starting in October on the 9th, the 10th, the 16th, and the 17th. We're going to be showing four movies from this director. We've secured the theater. Tickets go on sale. Actually, when you, the listener, hears this, tickets are going to be already on sale, which we're going to be making sure that anybody that needs to know about this or wants to know about this has access to buy tickets and all that good stuff. But, uh... Tickets will be on sale on Nightlight, uh, the Nightlight's website, which we will be providing. But the 9th is Lucio Fulci's House by the Cemetery. The 10th is Lucio Fulci's Zombie. The 16th is City of the Living Dead. And the 17th, I am happy to report, first time ever in the United States, uh, the digital viewing of the beyond which it's only been uh available on 35 millimeter that's the only version that grindhouse releasing would okay to show in theaters so you had to have a 35 millimeter projector and at this point most theaters honestly are digital and um they at first said no but uh the guy that i'm working with with the uh nightlight theater he really made a a push with this like hey this thing can't happen without the beyond because all four of these movies go together they're so related we have, yes they're related and they we have to have the beyond especially as our our main movie and they said yes first time in the united states so i'm happy to report that i'm really excited about this only 52 tickets will be available per showing yes it's uh, a smaller theater so, but we're very they yeah. have been very accommodating Yes, uh, and have loved the idea, and have uh, been very yeah. supportive of it, and yes. w- can't uh, give enough kudos to that yes. venue. And at first, at first, when I reached out to them, they were, and I before I mentioned the Lucio Fulci movies, and I just said, "Is there a possibility of having a horror movie night at your theater?" And they were like, "Eh, we're pretty booked in October." And then I said, "Well, here's what I want to do," and they're like, "Whoa." That's a that's a cool idea. We're on board. Let's do this. And we're talking within like as the days ticked by, like every day something big would happen. And now it's a done deal. Like it's it's set in stone. Uh, the website is going to be up and running here soon. As far as like uh, the tickets on their site with movie freaks, with what we're doing and Facebooking and all that, which Eric is going to be really promoting it that way. But um, if you are interested in this, if you're a listener and interested in this. I would say get your tickets sooner than later. Every showing is going to have, uh, there's going to be a drawing. You have a 1 in 52 chance of winning uh, the... Probably brand- 50, because you and I... Actually, be- yes. <laughs> yes. A 1 in 50 chance of winning a brand new sealed copy of the movie being played at the cinema. And on top of the movies, we're going to have old school grindhouse trailers. We're going to have 
these really cool lobby advertisement type things. We might be them. having a party beforehand because they yes. do serve adult beverages. There's a bar. Yes. We're, we might be doing a costume yes. contest. We got all kinds of shit in the pipe, yes. man. Full, full bar. And they said whatever you guys want to do beforehand to draw a crowd in. If you want to have a DJ there, if you want to have d- dress up whatever you want to do. It the theater is yours. So uh, I actually was at the theater, uh, and just with the guy that uh, that is putting this on. His name's Curtis, and he actually tested out the sound system for me. Showed me the screen, and it is going to be to our specifications. This is not going to be too quiet. It's not going to look eh. This is going to look fantastic, and the sound is going to be incredible. So if you uh, if you're interested, one. One in a million chance to participate in something like this that has never been never been done before in the United States. So I hope that any listener out there, if you're interested, please buy your tickets, support this. I hope yeah. you to see you out there. We're gonna have a great time. We're gonna drink and we're gonna watch cool old school horror movies. And that, go the nice movie thing freaks. is that yeah, <laughs> the nice thing is too the reason that we've uh, they've been so accommodating is because the nightlight is run by movie freaks. That's why you can say it is. Lucio Fulci, totally is. and then they go, whoa, hold on, stop yes. right now. You have our attention. Uh, yes, it's exactly that, right. Yeah, and that's um, something that I love, because the movie freaks is not you and me and this podcast. It is a uh, conceptual idea of people who love cinema. Uh, you, me, and all of them. And yeah. They're all in this boat. Um for more information, before I forget, you can email uh, four nights of Fulci at yahoo.com. That's four nights of Fulci, no numbers, all spelled out. Uh, and get all the information that you could possibly want there, or all the updates. We will add you to our, like, a subscriber list that we can, anytime there, there's movement, we can send you an email. Uh, the day, the tickets, will they be for sale by the time this goes up? Again, this yes, will be they, up on they will about be. the 5th. Okay, so it should yes. be good to and, go. Uh, which I w- actually, I talked to him today, and he said the tickets should be available by Monday. So okay. the listener, the, whoever is listening to You might to this, already fact, know about this. <laughs> yeah, which I, I would guess, there uh, honestly, there may be a, ch- uh, a chance that I might even have you uh, give a link at the end to the website or something like that, like, if you want to record that after our yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, that's no problem. I can, I can put that in a post. That's fine. Yeah. So, uh, okay. anyway. Anyway, big things are afoot. Don't ever let anybody think that, that you can be stopped. Uh, if you want to show your favorite movie or you have a suggestion for movies that you think you would like to see in the theater, you can suggest it to us and maybe we'll do it sometime in the summer. Yeah, and this guy, he, Curtis, was so excited about this this particular series of movies. He's he actually shifted. He's going to shift his. They're they're showing their own their uh, previously set of scheduled hor- lineup. Yeah, and so they're actually shifting some things around to accommodate this, as well as weeks leading up to the Fulci movies. They're actually changing up their midnight showings too to lead into this a little bit. So actually, to promote them a little bit, the very weekend before. Uh, the Fulci movies, they're actually going to be showing Dario Argento's Suspiria. Oh, that's and, so epic. And The Wicker Man. So oh, that's the, amazing. So, <laughs> so the first weekend of October is The Wicker Man and Suspiria, which are five-star movies. Yeah. And then you've got these four classic Lucio Fulci movies that what, I, what, I'm not sure. What was the trilogy tr- called? The Gates of Hell trilogy? The, the Gates of Hell trilogy, yeah. yeah. Which, Zombie is not an official entry into the Gates of Hell trilogy, but all four of those movies do go together. Uh, it's just it's kind of the unofficial 
It's and, the first one, and then after that, he went a little bit more supernatural. But they're all four of them are very, and they're, very. They're they're kind of like spiritually related, like yes, in spirit. And they're they're yes. not actually like one's a sequel to the next. No, uh, no, they just as, all feel very as, much the same. Like the the, yeah. the 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 style of it, the movies before and after those four movies feel different than those. So yeah. they're some of my favorite movies of all time. And and, and from the. Uh, lesser horror fan, I guess I, I should say for myself. I don't know. I'm a, still a horror fan, but this is like really kind of more niche stuff. Um, yeah, I've seen all four of these movies: uh, House by the Cemetery, City of the Living Dead, very watchable. But I was like, eh, uh, to see them projected big in a loud theater, that would be. Fa- I would love that. Um, Zombie is a classic, and The Beyond is amazing. It, it, you have yeah. never seen something like The Beyond, a.k.a. Yeah. its cool name, The Seven Gates of Hell, isn't it? Yeah. No, no. That's the, uh, the, seven, no, the Seven Doors of Death. The Seven Doors of Death, <laughs> my bad, whatever. It's all Gates of Hell and Doors of Death and cemetery yeah. houses by lanes and <laughs> <laughs> spiders eating eyeballs yeah. and all kinds yes. of things. <laughs> and, th- and this is the movie, by the way, that, that uh, Quentin Tarantino did... Uh, I, he didn't discover the movie. It, the movie had already existed, know, obviously. Yeah. But uh, but this was this is the one that Quentin Tarantino was attached to, and Grindhouse releasing uh, picked up the rights to, and it has screened midnight showings. I'm not sure if it's ever been to Ohio. Um, this is your chance to watch, especially the Beyond, but all of these movies screened digitally in a state of the art, brand new movie theater that's only been open for. And intimate, a year and a half. 50 seats. Intimate. That's yes. intimate. And that is, trust yes. me, when I say that's way better than these yes. gigantic cineplexes. Yeah. Especially with a full bar. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, I, 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 am, I can't promise I'm going to be there for all four, but I guarantee I'll be there for two. I absolutely, yes. I'm going to try for all four, but I, I can only promise two. Because I have small yeah. kids and... Damn it, Akron's uh, still a drive for me. <laughs> it's a drive. It is. That's yep. a good. I figured it out one time. That's about a good twenty bucks of gas just to get up and back for me. Yeah. And eleven thirty yeah. at night. That's pretty late. But it's you know what? Being that it's so late. Being that it's because it's so late. <laughs> I took your Amish slang. Yay! Because it's so late. Uh, it makes it a little more possible. Maybe I can make it up there and back, but. My God, is that a falling asleep, tired drive for me on the way home? Most of the people yeah. that are coming to this, though, they don't have to drive so damn far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm way. But out I'm of really, time. I'm, so. I'm. I think the ultimate would be to have people uh, driving a, a long distance to to uh, participate in something like this, and I would welcome that. And I hope to meet you there. Oh, I, we I will. I can't wait. And there's yeah, plenty so. of hotels around. Get a hotel. There for is the plenty night. of ho- yes. Yes, please do. So yes, I'll, uh, I'll October, buy you a drink. October 9th, Don't say that. You're gonna be buying fifty drinks. I heard it on the pod. You're gonna buy me a. I'm gonna show up now. October nine, October ten, October sixteen, October seventeen. Clear yes. your schedules, refresh your browsers, buy them tickets, and we are yes. gonna be promoting it from now until those dates. So get used to yep. it. Okay, let's move on to recently watched. I think we've done enough promotion for that for. Uh, this introductory episode of, yeah. of that event. Um, do you want to go first? I want to let you go first. Okay. What do you got for recently um, watched? Because I got a bunch of stuff that's just going to piss you off. So, okay, uh, all right, okay. So I'm going to start with um, I want to I want to touch on Under the Skin again, and I know that we've talked about this before. It made uh, you and Steve and myself our our number one movie of the year uh, for not 
was it last year or the year? I think before? it was 2014, yeah. Okay. Um, but I watched it again on Blu-ray, and I actually... Uh, somehow I actually liked it better the second time than the first time. And the first time I gave it five stars, and th- there's no better rating for this movie for me. Um, but it, 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 watching it, I'm like, this is going to eventually uh, reside in probably my top ten movies of all time. I've, I've never seen anything quite like this movie other than several Stanley Kubrick movies. But That's a bold it, statement considering we're doing a top... One hundred. Yeah, I know. Okay. But I've already. T- I believe I've already talked about this movie. Um, okay. I think this was a an honorable. Ma- but but this is my second viewing. Most of what any listener out there will hear from here on out on the the top one hundred is movies that we have. I, I'm. I don't want to speak for you, but movies that we've seen numerous times. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. So this is the second time, but because I just watched it, <laughs> it. <laughs> I, for the second time, it is. It is truly a fantastic movie and not just because of the story and the acting but this time I really noticed the score made this movie um, something about the score if they would have changed it to be not quite what it was in the movie it wouldn't have been half as scary and the movie itself is not really scary but Suspenseful. the score yeah. yeah the score is always on edge like the score is always tense and this eerie like what bad thing is going to happen in the next 30 seconds. What bad thing is it's constant. There's a constant feel of this is something's bad. Something bad is happening. Something bad is happening. And then something bad does happen and it makes it all the worse. I've watched it. I've watched it one time. I could hum the score for you. Oh, it's creepy. Remember it's it's, It's fantastic. I love it. Yes. Brilliant. So, but this time I definitely noticed the score a lot more than the first time. Uh, But it's, it's uh, a plus material and it's, I'm more and more getting cynical the older I get with movies and just not being as, <laughs> not not being as like like ah eh, that was good or like like oh that was a masterpiece. I am more getting to be like it has to be, it truly has to be something special and a masterpiece for me to give it a masterpiece rating. And that movie, yeah, that movie is perfection, cinema perfection right there. I so. completely agree. I can't wait to watch it again. Uh, okay, I'm gonna do. Three reviews, real quick, uh, because they're all TV, and I know you don't like that. So we'll just burn through these real quick. (laughs) Okay, first up, Arrow Season 2. Rock solid stuff, man. If you're looking for a new show to watch The Wife, go with Arrow, man. I, I, I told John to do that, and his wife is now into it almost more than he is, because there's just enough soap opera drama to match the costumed hero vigilante beating people up stuff. I'm only through season two because I'm a Netflix watcher, but it is excellent. And it it (laughs) almost made me feel bad for making my family sit through 10 seasons of Smallville and me telling them it's good. It's good. And then we jumped into (laughs) arrow and it's like, I'm sorry. It could have been so much better, (laughs) but how many, how many seasons are there now of arrow? Yeah. Uh, Three, I think there's. I think they finished up three. Might be moving towards four, but okay. Uh, there was a Flash spinoff from that show because uh, the Flash is in Arrow a little bit. There, there's a whole DC TV universe, and it's amazing. Yeah. Wait, Arrow is Robin Hood, right? Yeah, the green. Yeah, Green Arrow guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. No, it's not. It's know- not Robin Hood. No, it's it's the Green Arrow is a DC 
character. Okay, gotcha. I wasn't sure how that how yeah. that all. Thing. No, it's fine. It's fine. I don't expect everybody be, to you know know every character in the comic book universe. He's another billionaire that just happens to be good with arrows. But you would like him very much because he leans to the ah. west. He leans to the west very strongly. <laughs> but, so you would like him a lot. Uh, okay, good. next up. Next, uh, I teased this a couple of episodes ago. That was Deadwood Season 1. We wrapped that one up pretty quick because it's only like 10 or 12 episodes. Um, very enjoyable. Looking looking forward to the next season. A very R-rated Western of... I'm not recommending it to you or anything, but it was very watchable and I quite enjoyed it. Timothy Oliphant stars and, well, kind of stars because this other guy takes the main brunt of it. I should have saved that for the last one. Next up, Naruto, season one. It's an anime I've been watching and mother of God if I've been waiting for season one to be over uh, because this is one of those shows where uh, it begins with a theme song and there's a little bit where they show you what happened last episode and... Then there's a little bit more of a theme song, and then you watch 15 minutes of a show, and then there's an ending theme song, and then there's a clip that shows you what is to come in a preview of the next episode, and that's why there's 51 episodes in season one. Oh, <laughs> man. I remember when my buddy got the Dragon Ball season one DVDs, and they had a marathon mode option which cut out all of that bullshit at the beginning and the end and just slapped it all together. You could watch a whole disc and it was like two hours and you burned through 20 episodes. But it was like a movie. You know, you watch yeah. two hours and it was all compact. And this is not. This has just been my fall asleep on the couch thing. I hit play and I'm playing video games on my on my phone. Um, yeah. It's entertaining and it's, it's cool, but it's not something I'm like hardcore into. Uh Anyway, we'll come back to the my my Deadwood review after your review. Go ahead. I'm gonna, what, what do you got next? That, that's the TV okay. I've been watching. We've moved on to... Uh, I wanted to get Deadwood Season 2. Usually we like to take a break in between um, seasons, but we were enjoying it so much, we're like, let's just move right on to it. it it's been a lot of great character actors. The guy that does Chucky is the, is the doctor on the show. Oh really? The, oh, oh that's cool. There is a uh, Powers Booth is in it. There, it's a string. I think it's a Showtime or an HBO show. So there is a uh, string of fantastic actors in this show. It's 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 very very watchable uh, for a western. Nice. Um, but anyway, I'll come back to that Deadwood guy. The main guy, I can't I can't remember his name, but I'll come back to that in a second because I watched something else with him in it. So uh, what do you got next for us? Okay. Uh, next up, I want to hit on uh, Harbinger Down. And uh, this was a movie that <clears throat> I actually heard about from another pod show that I'm listening to currently. And uh, I'm like, okay, I need to check this movie out. Uh, and the, the, the podcast is they're called Horror News Radio. And uh, they were talking about the fact that uh, Alec uh, Gillis the the special effects guy that they had on for the thing prequel yeah and a lot of the uh, a lot of the unused footage this guy this special effects artist went and he directed his own movie and it was crowdfunded so this is a gofundme type project i guess with Lance Henriksen as the main star and he used um, a lot of the unused special effects from the thing prequel 
And uh, there's it's, that's been highly publicized online about how the Thing prequel was supposed to be this awesome practical effects horror movie, and it turned out to be not that. Yeah. And uh, so, so I heard they covered up all of the practical effects with all that CGI crap. Yeah. So I watched the movie. It's on video on demand. I'm like, I, I have got to see this. I have got to see what what effects were not used. How does it work? Especially because it's kind of they were really trying to go for a true the thing uh, feel. And uh, on here's I'm going to start with the uh, the the negatives on that movie. Uh, first off, he is a he. This guy is an effects effects artist and. I don't want to discredit him. I don't know his background as far as directing goes, but he's an effects artist, and I think he's a good one, Alec Gillis. He's not a uh, a not top-tier director, I guess you could say. There is a lot wrong with this movie. And starting with the wooden acting and uh, ending with the really, for some reason, the really, really bad... Cinematography. I don't know why, but I I hated the way this movie was shot. Um, the color scheme. Uh, I I understand you probably used HD digital cameras. That's fine, but for some reason, something about it felt off the way it was filmed. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, I mean, the storyline. It's it's the thing on a big boat. That's there you go. Um, <laughs> Wait Seriously, a that's, didn't, that's... didn't we see that movie with uh, Deep Rising? <laughs> yes. And in fact, that other podcast talks about Deep Rising. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but, but basically, this is, yeah, this is the thing, and Deep Rising, and any other number of creature trying to get people that are stuck on, you know, stuck in an enclosed environment. Yeah. Um, but I will say that the effects themselves were awesome as far as practical effects go. But again, it comes back to the really, really poor cinematography that truly uh, is the movie's undoing. Is I loved the effects when, when I saw them, but whenever an effect was happening, either the camera was too close, or it was the cam- they started shaking the camera, or they would do something to make it not quite as cool as it should have been. So... Anyway, it was unfortunate. Uh, I gave it two stars, and that's that's that is uh, being generous. Um, <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, anyway uh, thumbs down, harbinger down. Basically, what I'm getting from that is that effects artists are not directors, and it's you know it's everybody's got to step up and take their shot sometime, but. Yeah, not a, not every role is so easily filled by these other people. Yes. You often wonder what producers do or uh, directors. Well, sometimes it's the stuff that uh, not everybody else can do. It's not all that easy. Yeah. Uh, I will I will say that having seen this movie, the Thing prequel would have been so badass with some of these effects. And I'll leave it at that. There was a petition online to get a version of the Thing prequel released with the original practical effects which makes me think that they did it all with practical effects and then covered it up later which is really bizarre uh yeah but we'll never know unless they release something like that yep okay uh back over to me i'm gonna skip some of this okay uh the deadwood guy ian mcshane do you know that name if not yes yes he oh yeah he is the main bar owner in deadwood and filthy 
mouth, uh, drunkard running prostitutes, and getting everybody to get drunk. And it's basically Deadwood's about this town where there is no law, because it's not technically part of any government or uh, the United States or whatever. It's it's in the old west, but it's just like the government has not reached that far yet. And so there's no sheriff or law, with, and it's just insane. It's hilarious and, and weird and funny and great. But I also watched another movie with Mr. Ian McShane. Okay. <laughs> Courtesy of Shout Factory TV on my Roku. And that would be Mystery Science Theater 3000, codenamed oh. Diamond Head. <laughs> <laughs> a spy thriller oh. from the 70s starring a very young Mr. Ian McShane. And it was uh, it was everything you expect from an old mystery science theater. It was hysterical and deplorable filmmaking. And just, oh, Ian McShane, there you are on screen. I'm watching you in Deadwood, but at the same time, I got these two robots making fun of you, and I can't look away. Uh, it was great. And I've been watching a fair amount of mystery science theater on there lately. There will be more uh, reviews coming uh, in the future pods. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. You know Mystery Science Theater. You know it, you love it, or you're wrong. Um, yeah. For another real review, real short, uh, from 1902, A Trip to the Moon. I watched oh. this on Netflix. There's a couple versions of this on Netflix. One is the black and white, uh, and the other is a colorized version of it with some different music, I guess. But the even the, I just watched the black and white version first because it's like uh, 15, 20 minutes. Um I was like, you know, that's very short, and it's a piece of history, so I should watch it. Not so I did. And it was it was very neat. It was like a, a, one of the shorts from um, Hugo, and it was the same, it was that director. The, the director that they talk about in Hugo is a real person. And yeah. this is one of the movies that he directed, and it was, it was neat, but they, it was like they added in voices. And it didn't seem natural to me like that was actually something they would do. There were no title cards to read the dialogue. It was just uh, like they had dubbed in voices later of what the crowd might be saying. Oh, you're going to go to the moon? This is crazy. Oh, that's wild. That's crazy. Why are you... Oh, okay, let's go. Ooh, alien people. You know, it was very uh, almost Mystery Science Theater-esque. So I highly doubt that was the actual original related audio of any sort but (laughs) or writing Uh, you know like maybe they wrote that script and then many years later they had actors come in and say it instead of having to read it on the title card whatever it just it didn't seem right but it was interesting to watch and and you should definitely give it a look just for uh checklist uh watching uh, so you can say that you did. I'll probably give the colorized version a watch too because that colorization thing is so freaking bizarre and horrible that I have to kind of watch it just to <laughs> see it every now and then to remind myself why it's an abomination. Um, much like 3D converting. Yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I've got a couple of other movies that I desperately want to review, but we're getting on in time. And I kind of want to save those for a little more time when I can expound on them a little bit more. Um so there's always another pod. Uh, what do you have? Get, go 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 ahead and give me more if you want. You got another one? Um, oh man, I've yeah I've got a couple more. I want to hit on. Um, uh, let me talk real briefly on the X Men Days of Future Past, the Rogue Cut. You finished it up. I did, yes, uh, and it was fantastic. I I loved it. 
Um, it's odd. This might be the first uh, extended cut version of a movie that I watched that at 20 minutes long, not, not two minutes, but 20 minutes extra footage, roughly, um, I could barely tell a difference. However, that's not a bad thing. Uh, I, I thought it was perfect. And it wasn't like, oh, wow, these are great new scenes. It just, I, I think as a whole, the movie felt more epic than the first time I watched it. But there was no, there were no huge scenes that I'm like, wow, why did they cut that out? I did not get that at all like I do with the Hobbit movies or the Lord of the Rings movies. But it just felt more like a full, complete movie. And it's weird, like... After it, I'm like, I think that there was a couple scenes I could pick out that were like, okay, that was new, but I think that they just extended almost everything and gave it a lot more room to breathe. But the whole Rogue cut, she's still not in this movie that much. Hmm. Well, so it's, it's odd that... But your reasoning, like what you're talking about there, where um, you're trying to pick out the new scenes, because of that, because I've only seen it once, has made me go, hmm, before I watch the Rogue Cut, I might borrow that from the library and watch it again, the theatrical, just so that I'm mm-hmm. doubly familiar with it so that I can pick out those extra scenes. Yeah, because uh, there were some... The main thing that I could pick out was were some new scenes with her, obviously, or yeah. it wouldn't be called the Rogue Cut, but it did not take much time, and I'm like, she's still not in it that terribly much, and I could see where everything that I watched in that version, I was not missing. Um, however, I would definitely pick that version. Well, that's, that's, that's obviously a a kudos to that cut. Obviously, if you're like, you can't even tell and you still love the movie that padded, extended the padding on it, which is that the right thing to say? Not extended the padding, but, um, fleshed out the characters in a better light or in the story. Yeah. Because I'm, I would imagine that there was probably a lot of character beats that were added in that uh, lines here and there that were not in the the theatrical cut that I didn't notice. But uh, it it was great. I can't imagine I'll ever watch the theatrical version again because this movie feels so epic and complete. Um, but but then so did the theatrical version. So it's just it's odd because especially with the Hobbit movies, I can so tell a difference with. Uh, like, wow, oh, okay, there's that, there's that big scene, and there's that big big scene, and same with the Lord of the Rings yeah. trilogy. Uh, but this one here, it just felt like just a little bit more fleshed out in every area, I guess. You so. know, speaking of Peter Jackson, he's wrapped up his Hobbit trilogy now. Is it time for him to get on board the comic book movie train? Boy, that wouldn't that be great? There's so many untapped areas he could go and that would be great i'm not sure what he's gonna do now now, yeah, now that no, no. uh hopefully it's not the lovely bones part two because that shit was horrible oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> i truly that's great one that he, I'd... if he came out with a, a brand new like horror uh like old school his old school kind of horror where they had oh, lots of comedy be... in it and just he went off the rails that would just yes. be amazing. I think the best thing you could do for him is to give him, to restrict him. Tell him that he has to make a horror movie. He's only got $1 million. Here's three puppets and a, a Sumerian rat or whatever the hell it is. Yes, was. yes. <laughs> and 5,000 gallons of blood yes. and gore. That's all you have. <laughs> and we don't even yes. have any real actors. You just have a bunch of Kiwis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> 
and somehow it would be magic. It would be it amazing. Would be, it would be cinema magic. <laughs> yes. Oh, but I wonder if he will ever go back to his old school roots uh, before the Hobbit movies and the Lord of the Rings and the, obviously the Lovely Bones and even like King Kong. I thought King Kong was fantastic. Yeah, that was amazing. I love that movie. Yeah, I actually think that for a big budget movie, I think that that is. That is uh, underseen and underappreciated. Underrated. I think that's better than. Yeah. Yes, it, it it gets harped on a lot, and I'm like, that's not a, bad, that's a great movie action. And the director's cuts like three hours plus, and it was. Yes. I was like, there's no way that the stuff you added is good, or it's you know, great. It felt great. Yeah. Like a movie is three hours, and I didn't want it to end. I still loved it. Yeah. Yep. Which reminds me, so. I need to get that on Blu-ray. At any rate. Uh, Let's do a tease and wrap this thing up because we're getting on in time. Um, okay. I teased, or did I tease King, Kingsman? Uh, maybe, no, I didn't. Okay, uh, yeah, I got Kingsman Secret Service from the library. I told you about it. I guess I didn't tease it on yes. the pod. I also got Chappie, and since they didn't have uh, Deadwood Season 2, I went with Justified, the other Timothy Oliphant, for another show to watch with the wife. We're two episodes in and it's okay it's enjoyable i dig it it's not something i'm like uh going head over heels for yet but it's very watchable uh and netflix uh original uh, another netflix original show was just added called narcos which is yes. a, a narcotics show you're familiar with it uh something yes, that sounds and looks cool whenever i hear netflix original my ears perk up because that's usually yeah. good shit um, so I bumped that one up as well. Would we'll definitely be diving into that very soon. What do you have coming up for a tease? Yeah. Okay. So coming up soon here, um, I do want to watch a, a movie that Steve on Cinema Sidekicks recommended called Spring. Uh, the movie is on Amazon Prime and it gets good reviews. It stars I'm not, I, the the actor's name. Uh, eludes me, but he's the guy with uh, the longer hair and the dorky '70s glasses in the Evil Dead remake. Okay, uh, so he—he's the main star. <laughs> oh, you've watched uh, it seven times. I watched it once in the theater, so you probably know yeah, better than me. <laughs> yes, exa- exactly. Yes. Uh, also, um, I do want to watch uh, that Ejecta movie that you had thrown my way on yes. the roulette because it's aliens and abduction, and I'm in. Mm-hmm. It—I don't care what kind of reviews it gets. <clears throat> When there's anything with alien abduction stuff, I'll watch it. I don't care what reviews are like because that. Just I, I agree. Me. I agree. <laughs> yes. Um, and other than that, I really, if I can, and it, it being a father of two, it's hard for me to get to the theater, especially when the movie is long. When you tack on the trailers, if you have to, if you have to sit through a three-hour movie, it better be damn good. And I really want to get to the theater for. Uh, straight out of Compton. Uh, really want to see that in the theater, but I, I'm going to try. I appreciate it. Please do. Yeah. Because that yes. is my movie in the Fantasy Movie League, which is vaulting me to position number one and probably going to be this year's victor. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you like <laughs> Really? You think, you think you're going to Oh, I think that's... Uh, yeah, I think that... I'm, I, I believe I'm in number one now because of that movie and it's at uh, $120 million already and it still has two weeks to go. Yeah. What's what, here's, what's so cool about that is if, if you time it out just right and you release a movie 
at just the right time when there is nothing on afterwards the in the theater. tail end of summer when everyone's yeah. tired of the big budget crap. Yep. And before, we, still get, before one. we get into the art house of the winter, this yep. fell perfectly. And it, yes, it, it did. It did. Hitch perfect. And I, I yep. nabbed it late and I yep. it was high on my list. So I'm glad it's yep. coming through for me. Yeah, I am impressed, and I, I I've always liked NWA. I like the storyline. I, I really want to watch. I it. still remember but us it, rolling around in the '90s listening to Easy. Oh yeah! Oh, good times. Good times. Well, good times in <laughs> retrospect. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, but I really want to. I want to watch the movie. It, it. I'm sure that that is a guaranteed good movie. I agree. But again, it's it's three hours in the cinema with possible bad crowd. It's also one that I assume will pop up on Netflix in fairly short order, or I'll just buy when it comes on DVD. Uh, yes, but I expect it. To, I also expect that to be a shoe in good movie. Thumbs up. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's wrap this all up. Uh, yep. As always, you can get a hold of us at MovieFreaksPod at Yahoo.com and Four Nights of Fulci uh, at Yahoo.com for information on our Four Nights of Fulci. You don't want to miss this event. If you're anywhere in Northeast Ohio, please visit our friends Cinema Sidekicks and Cinema Soft Underbelly, both on iTunes. And remember, the lesser of two Donald Trumps Still a Donald Trump. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm Eugene Weaver. And I'm Eric Warner. <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs>
That was weird. Okay, sorry, but I'm paranoid. Okay. Yeah.